Welcome to Clear Thinking, a podcast produced by Better Broadhead. We are a coalition serving the communities of the Broadhead School District, working to reduce youth substance use, bullying, and dating violence through education, awareness, and advocacy. This is episode 21, Prevention in a Pandemic. And joining us today is Better Broadhead's program director, Kathy Como. I'm your host, Petter Johansson. Before we get started, a short introduction seems in order, as does a welcome to all of our listeners. The podcast has taken a bit of a hiatus the last two months, and we are excited to be back with you all. Regular listeners no doubt notice that this is the first time I have been hosting. Again, my name is Petter Johansson. Some of you may know me as one of the pastors in town. I serve at Bethlehem Lutheran. I also serve on the board of directors for this coalition, representing the faith communities, just one of 12 sectors of our community that have a voice in the leadership board. Our former coordinator and the project's former host, Aaron Menzel, has taken a new position, serving our community as dispatcher for the Greene County Sheriff's Department. We wish her well and are so grateful for her work during her time as project coordinator for the coalition. This podcast is something she was instrumental in forming, and we are especially grateful for that. We hope to carry it on with care and attention to our community members and their needs going forward. That brings us to our conversation today as I bring in our guest, Better Broadhead Program Director, Kathy Como. Welcome, Kathy. Hi, Petter. Thanks for having me on the podcast today. It's great to have you. For those listeners who may not know yet, uh, you can, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, um, I'm the Program Director for Better Broadhead. I've been um, working as a uh, with Drug-Free Community Coalition since 2007. Um, I started out in Rock County uh, working with uh, Drug-Free Community Coalitions there, but I've always wanted to bring back the work to Greene County. I think that we were missing out on some great resources that community coalitions provided. Thank you, Kathy. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about our prevention work and some of the ways it has been impacted by the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, First of all, I imagine that the realities of quarantine have all sorts of implications uh, for your work in the office and in the field. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, Well, you know, as you know, our prevention work involves engaging community residents, uh, community organizations, and others to work together to address local conditions that put youth at risk for alcohol and other drug use. Engaging the community has involved hosting events, presentations, providing trainings, um, stakeholder meetings, and other activities. Uh, In this new normal of uh, physical distancing, we've had to cancel many of our, uh, or postpone many of our planned activities. As you can imagine, this has had a major impact on our ability to provide um, match uh, for our federal dollars. Our federal grant requires that our community match every federal dollar received with the value of volunteer time, with meeting space, with um, donated services, and, uh, and they expect 100% match. So we've not been able to achieve that match because of um, social distancing. One of the things that we have done to try to uh, address social distancing and still be able to uh, provide uh, prevention messaging is that we purchased this new podcast console that enables us to do uh, interviews by phone. Uh, Yeah, we are in separate places right now. So this is uh, 
this is very handy. Uh, and we uh, certainly appreciate the opportunity that we can keep doing this work and stay connected uh, with one another and with the community in this way. We hope to bring some more um, podcast episodes to you all. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, how about um, some of the ways this has impacted the community? Certainly as a prevention specialist, I imagine that you recognize all sorts of ways that this is impacting uh, youth and families, especially regarding relationships and mental health, substance use and addiction, and all these other things that we as a coalition are trying to um, be attuned to. Well, we know that now that uh, uh, youth cannot attend school, they're at home all the time, and they have access uh, to alcohol at home if their parents have it. But we also know that this is a stressful time for everyone, uh, and parents may um, use alcohol or other drugs to cope with uh, stress. Um, we are using Facebook to remind people to lock up their, secure their alcohol. We're also uh, reminding people to be mindful of their own alcohol consumption and, uh, and also mindful of the fact that their, their behavior, uh, they're modeling this behavior to their children and how uh, and in ways that they may not want their children to behave themselves. Uh, we've been putting up daily uh, Facebook posts uh, with resources on healthy ways of coping with anxiety uh, and also uh, a variety of activities that parents can and families can do together. Um, also, we've put up some links for people who are in treatment and recovery uh, because it's so important for them to stay connected to some sort of social, uh, support network. Uh, recently, the Department of Health and Health Services has uh, debuted a statewide alcohol prevention campaign called Small Talks. Uh, this is, uh, uh, provides a tool for parents on how to have short, informal conversations with uh, their children on not using alcohol and other drugs. And it can be started with children as young as eight years old. Uh, so there's a link on our Facebook page with some tips and tools on how parents can talk to their kids uh, about alcohol use, because uh, we know that parents have the biggest influence over their child's de decision to use alcohol. Um, another thing that we're concerned about right now is vaping. We know that the past couple of years, there's been an increase in vaping among youth. And recently, the National Institute on Drug Abuse uh, said that COVID-19, this uh, uh, coronavirus pandemic, uh, the coronavirus attacks the lungs, and this can be especially serious in people who smoke tobacco, marijuana, or who use vaping. Uh, so we are going to follow our Small Talks campaign on Facebook with additional information on vaping and resources for how to quit. I think going forward, uh, as we start to see uh, restrictions being lifted, that as a coalition, we need to begin a planning process for um, a phased return to normal, uh, because normal may end up looking different than normal did before. So we need to start thinking now about uh, what does face-to-face -face interactions look like? What do community events in the future look like? Uh, they may not be huge gatherings. They may be smaller gatherings. So uh, as a coalition, uh, it, it, uh, we may need to rethink some of our activities and how we implement them. 
Um, as a prevention specialist, I think it's uh, crucial to examine our local conditions to determine what those factors are that put kids at risk for substance use. Our conditions have uh, changed dramatically over the past few months. And so I think as community leaders, we need to regroup and, um, uh, and, and see what everyone is doing in terms of um, the resources that they're using. Um, there's a tendency when we're in a crisis to work in silos. And I think that as we return to normal, we need to um, make a, an effort to work together because I think we can, get a, we can have a bigger impact on um, youth uh, substance use prevention if we, by working together rather than working separately. Uh, currently, as, a, as, a, as coalitions across Wisconsin um, have an, uh, an opportunity to meet with uh, the Alliance for Wisconsin Youth weekly to talk about uh, the, how all the coalitions are working towards uh, uh, getting their messages out there in a variety of ways. So we're learning from each other on how to um, do our prevention work in new ways and adapting to these new circumstances. Great, thank you. Uh, and we do have some really good relationships with some of the agencies uh, around our county, both in Greene County and in Rock County. Uh, have you been in conversation with any of them during this pandem pandemic time, during this crisis? Um, you mentioned that it, you know, our, our typical response is to um, sort of be in our own silos. <laughs> you know, we all kind of move into crisis mode and, you know, sort of figure out what, what we need to do. Um, I'm just wondering, what does that look like around our county with some of the agencies and our, our partners? Um, have you been in touch with them? How are they doing? Um, what are some ways that members of our community can uh, reach out to them if they need help or if they are in a position to offer some support? you have any thoughts for us on that? Um, well, uh, we continue as a coalition to meet monthly, virtually. So if uh, members of the community are interested in getting involved, they can always get in touch with me and I can send them to the link to our uh, virtual meeting so that they can join us. Um, I uh, have been in touch with uh, other uh, community um, groups in the county. So we've been uh, working on uh, what, um, how to work together differently. One of the things that I think may uh, come out of this whole pandemic is that we're finding that virtual meetings sometimes are a more effective way of meeting rather than driving across the county to have a one-hour meeting and then driving back to our office. So this may, there may be some positive things that come out of this as well in, 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 so that we stay connected and are still um, uh, working effectively. For sure. Yeah, this certainly uh, causes all of us to examine our lives and our patterns, um, definitely. And so, yeah, hopefully uh, this period of time helps us to identify some ways that we can all improve, um, not only in our work, but also in our lives. Yes, yes, let's hope so. Let's hope there's some positive outcomes to this. Great. Well, Kathy, thank you so much for taking the time today and for um, sharing your thoughts on the coalition and on our prevention work. Really appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. And thanks all of you for listening to Clear Thinking, a podcast produced by Better Broadhead. We are a federal grant-funded community coalition building a community where everyone is valued and safe. To learn more about our work, to join as a volunteer, 
or to contact us about this or any other episode of the podcast, visit us on the web at betterbroadhead.org or find us on Facebook. Until next time, take care of yourself, take care of, take care of one another.